Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Hey, praise the Lord, amen. God bless you guys. Good to see you again. So good to be with you guys on a Sunday morning, amen. And so I am so blessed and I'm so honored, amen, to be back ministering the Word of God. But I just want to take a time out right now. I want us to lift our hands and thank our God. Thank Him for healing me, healing those that were affected, amen, and bringing us back together. Hallelujah. So let's take this moment of, of, of just appreciation of God just keeping our church intact during this time. Hallelujah. So let's lift our hands for this moment and just, just thank our God. Amen. Father, I just thank you, Lord, and I praise you. I glorify you and thank you, Lord. I appreciate this day of life. And I say thank you, Jesus, for this day that you've given me, Father God. I've learned to appreciate life even more now, my Lord. And Father, I pray right now, I just want to say thank you for healing me and healing those out there that were affected during this time with this virus, my Lord. I want to thank you for keeping our church intact, Father, and keeping us together, Father God. And so, Lord, I'm just, just so grateful for your grace and your mercy that you have shown to us, my Lord. And Father, I just want to take this time to thank you for the precious blood of Jesus, the blood that still heals, the blood that still delivers, the blood that still sets us free, Father. As your word says, by your stripes, we are healed, Father. And Lord, I just want to just thank you, Father God, for everything that you've done, Father God. You have been with us through this. You have never left us nor forsaken us, Father. And so, Lord, I just want to say thank you in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone says, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm back. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is good. Come on, just give the Lord some praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, I just want to say I miss you guys all. I miss preaching the Word of God. And I just want to thank each and every one of you for your prayers, for your gifts, for food, which was good. Hallelujah. I needed to gain some weight. But most importantly, your love. I, I want to just say I love you guys all out there. And I just want to take time out to thank my son and my daughter, Brandon and Des, amen, for keeping PCLV going strong, amen, uh, on Sunday on Wednesday for their worship. Come on. Wasn't their worship awesome this morning? Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord some praise. And I just want to thank them for the streaming that allow us to reach those out there since we could not meet and even those beyond our church. Amen. I want to thank our speakers today. Amen. That, that have ministered during this time where I couldn't minister. Amen. And so I want to thank my, my son, Brandon, my daughter, Des, my wife, amen, Pastor Maria, who brought a word. I want to thank Sister Bloom, who on a Wednesday night did a prayer, amen, when all this started. I want to thank Pastor Joe, amen, Weidinger, amen. I want to thank Brother Gilbert from Huntington Park, amen, Pastor Woody from Azusa, amen. And this past Wednesday, I want to thank our very own Brother Vernon, amen, who brought a word, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Amen. I turned off my phone speaker. Amen. So I'll be okay. <laughs> Just playing there, brother. Hallelujah. I want to thank all you guys. I want to thank you, PCLV, 
for your faithfulness, your understanding through this, through your giving. You know, you have been faithful through this. So I just want to take time out and say thank you, PCLV. So come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But lastly, but not least, I want to thank my beautiful wife. Amen. Through this all, she put herself last and put my her mother and myself first, even when she was dealing with this virus herself. Amen. And Father, try to care us and take care of us because it hit me really hard. Amen. And, 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 and she just did the best. Amen. And said, you know what? I'm going to take care of my husband and take care of my mom and sanitizing everywhere. Amen. During that time. Amen. And I can just tell you, if it wasn't for her, it wasn't for my God. I don't, I don't know where I'd be right now. You know, it was her godly instincts. He said, he looked at me one time after a week, says, I think you got pneumonia. And I would say, you know what? I don't got pneumonia, babe. I, I'm, I'm all right. I just got to fight this through. He goes, no, no, no. And got me to this, this stubborn man to the hospital. And I went for a breathing treatment. And my oxygen levels were too low for, that, for me to get that treatment. So they admitted me through the ER and, and took a chest uh, x-ray and found out I did have pneumonia. And, 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 I, and, and I needed the hospital and it was there where God put me in this road to recovery, but it started with her godly instincts that got me where I needed to be. And so, uh, you know what? I just wanna say thank you, baby. Thank you for looking beyond yourself and putting yourself last and putting others first because I'm here because of you. And so I just want to thank you for your instincts. Amen. I want to thank you for your love. And so I just want to say, I love you, baby. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, what a journey we have been on. Now I'm here to let you know that God is faithful. Can somebody say God is faithful out there? Come on. He is faithful. Psalms 23 verse four says in the new King James, yea, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no evil for you. Somebody say, for you, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Church, it is time to come up, amen. Come on, somebody say, I'm coming up, amen. Come on, we're coming out of that valley right now. And remember, the God of the mountaintop is also the God of the valley. Can somebody say, amen. And he's leading us to higher ground. He's leading PCLV to higher ground. He's leading you to higher ground because we have a great shepherd. Can somebody say yes? Come on, it's time for PCLV to refocus our vision for 2021. Though everything that we have gone through, we cannot forget it's a new year. Come on, come on. We forgot 2020, but we haven't even got into 2021. And it's still a new year for us, church. And so I'm going to start a new series, amen, entitled Get Refocus. Come on, somebody tell, somebody type out there, Get Refocus. And so for the next few weeks, That's where our attention is going to be, at refocusing our vision for 2021. I'm going to go back to the armor. You remember the armor series? And what a, what a timely series that came in that as God equipped us and started to put the pieces of armor. We have all the armor, the belt of truth, 
with shoes, uh, for the readiness of the gospel of peace, amen, the, the breastplate of righteousness, amen, the, the shield of faith, the, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. We, he prepared us, amen, before this battle came and hit us, amen. God is so good. Can somebody say amen? And prepared us for this armor and for this fight. But I'm going to go back to the armor series, amen, because we're not finished yet. We're not finished. And I, so I promise to go back there. On Sunday, March the 7th, mark that in your calendar, amen. We will reveal the new banner back in the church, amen, uh, of the theme and the scripture for 2021. The enemy has tried to blindside us from vision and has caused us to disassemble by hitting us with this virus. But we are coming stronger together. We are coming stronger united. Can somebody say yes? Hallelujah. Things within us woke up, church, and we still have the victory over this virus. And fear, I'm here to let you know, will not overtake our faith. So we as PCLV need to focus on what God wants to do in 2021. Come on, we have faced sickness, we have faced death and mind battles, but God is faithful and God is good. You see, there's something about the new. There's something about the newness of God and the newness of a new year. New means fresh start, new beginnings, a start over. Come on, let me know that we need to start over, hallelujah, and a clean slate. God has given us a new sense of direction for PCLV. During this time, God has been speaking to me and showing me things inside my life and for our church. And let me tell you, this is a good thing amen and what intended to be bad what the enemy came to do amen it did not come and fulfill its assignment because god stepped in and he allowed it and turned this bad into good can somebody say amen god has given us a new sense of direction and he's bringing us to a place of setting goals of or, or refocusing our lives and we are here at PCLV in order to grow for 2021. How many know, how many want to grow out there? Come on, come on. In order for us to grow, and I'm not talking about growing older. How many know that's going to happen regardless? But I'm talking about growing up in the Lord. Come on. Somebody say, someone type out there, it's time to grow up. Hallelujah. Well, if you want to grow, we have to refocus our vision as a as a vision as a fellowship vision uh, as a church and our vision for 2021 as an individual so let's start by getting ready by refocusing our minds by releasing sacrificing and putting god first in 2021 and today i want to minister a message entitled getting back on track Amen. Somebody type in, get back on track. But first, <clears throat> what is vision? Well, the definition of vision is this, is the ability to see, sight, or uh, eyesight, something that you can imagine, a picture that's in your mind, something that you can see or dream, especially as part of a religious or supernatural experience. But what does Bi the Bible say about vision? Well, Proverbs 29, 18 says this in the King James Version, where there is no vision, the people perish. I'm talking about vision. 
Come on, my, my vision, I can tell you, if I could be honest, my vision was blurred for a moment. A, a week before I went to the hospital, I mean, you can ask my wife, I was just here, but I was, I was nowhere. I was, I was in the, I was just there, amen. And, and my vision was a little blurred, if I could be honest. The NIV says this, where there's no revelation, people cast off restraints. The New Living Translation says this, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. The Message Bible puts it like this, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. And the Amplify says this, where there is no vision, no redemptive revelation of God, the people perish. Church, if we don't have God's word inside of us, if we don't have no revelation of his word, we will die. This church will die. And the big question out there is, who wants to die? Come on, uh, no one, right? Hallelujah. So what do we need? We need vision. Vision for our personal lives. Vision for 2021 as a church, as a fellowship. Vision for win, build, serve, and send. Amen. Vision that's been incorporated through our armory class. Come on, through our Life Connect groups, through Deborah's Warriors, our church gathering. Listen, everything, everything that we do, church, speaks vision. Or should I say everything that we do should speak vision. Hallelujah. Because when, there, when we have vision, church, come on, somebody. When we have vision, when we have God's word inside of us, when we have the redemptive revelation of God, in other words, when we can relate to God's word, Proverbs 29, 18 goes on to say, whoever, whoever obeys the law is joyful. Come on, another translation says, whoever keeps the law is happy. Yet another translation says, he is blessed. And I like the Amplified version where it says, most blessed. I don't know about you, but I'm most blessed, and I am highly favored. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. So when we have vision, PCLV, come on, when you have vision, listen, you are joyful, you are happy, and you are most blessed. Come on, somebody say hallelujah out there. Come on, who wants vision today? Well, how do we establish vision? Now, of course, we need to... God's word inside. We need more of his word inside of us, right? By reading, by seeking, by praying, by fasting, by understanding so many other different ways, church. But in order to keep it established inside of us, understand that vision, somebody type in vision out there. Vision has to be spoken. You have to, vision has to be declared. You have to announce it. Hopefully you spoke victory over yourself. I don't know about you, but when I was in that hospital room, I spoke victory over myself. Amen. Come on, knowing that the battle belongs to the Lord. Come on, we have to understand that hopefully during this time of shutdown, you are speaking victory over yourself. Come on, knowing that the Lord has you. Amen. See, during that week, amen, where my vision was blurred, amen, I started to speak vision 
over myself, like I said, in that hospital room, and I started declaring, amen, as I started worshiping God again, amen. I couldn't worship God for that week. I couldn't couldn't do anything that week, amen, before I went into the hospital. But let me tell you, I started worshiping, amen, and started declaring, I am who you say I am. And I started to speak, I am healed by your stripes, amen. And then I started to declare, come on, you are the great shepherd. You are the great I am. Come on, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm getting a little excited here, amen. So hey, I, I don't I want to calm down because I'll start to cough, amen. Hallelujah. Listen, church, vision has to be spoken over and over again. It has to be repeated over and over, over, amen, in order for vision to become vision. You cannot be an overcomer until you speak it, until you declare it, until you announce it over and over, I am an overcomer through the blood of the Lamb. You cannot be more than a conqueror, church, until you speak it, until you declare it, announce it over and over, I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. But you need to have passion. Come on, somebody type in passion. You need to have passion for the vision. When you have passion, listen, church, then you'll be able to see. Isaiah chapter 43, 19, New Living Translation says this, For I'm about to do something new, PCLV, and see I've already begun it. Do you not see it? In other words, here, Isaiah was telling the children of Israel, Do you have vision? God was speaking uh, uh, to them, amen, and God was taking them into a new wilderness. See, the past miracles that God done in their lives were nothing, listen, compared to what God was going to do for his people and their future. And God is saying, I'm about to do something new, PCLV. Aren't you glad you stuck with us? Aren't you glad that you're still here with us, amen? Come on, God is about to do something new. Speaking vision one time, church, will not be enough. We have to speak it over and over. You have to declare it over and over. You have to announce it over and over, over church, in order to get God's vision, listen, in our minds. We need to repeat it over and over. We need his, uh, we need his relationship. We need his, his, his revelation. Come on, repeat it over and over. So that we can listen, be joyful, happy, and most blessed. Church vision must be declared multiple times. That's why we have a banner in our church. That is why it's hanging on the wall all year long. So that you can be reminded that our focus can get uh, refocused. That we can continue to strive for vision for 2021. Vision also needs to be refreshed. See, as we go through 2021, throughout our walk with the Lord in the years to come, vision needs to be refreshed. We need to get back on track. Somebody tap on, type in there, get back on track. Because things happen. Come on, somebody say, oh yeah. Circumstances rise up, amen. We get hit with problems. Trials come our way. Listen, life can sometimes just come out and slap you in the face out of nowhere. Come on. 
This virus came at us at full force. It came against us, amen. It came against me, amen. And if we can be honest, it knocks some of you guys off track. Come on, somebody, get real. Somebody say, come on, that was me, hallelujah. Come on, it did me for a week, I'm honest. So as we go, we are going through that trial. When we're going through that battle, the storms of life, that valley, vision, listen, church, at times can grow dim. Can somebody say, that's right. Come on. This virus came full force at me. It attacked me physically. It attacked me mentally. And it attacked me spiritually. It hit our church. And the vision for 2021 church grew dim. Come on, can I get real? Come on, we just got into this new year. And we, we couldn't even jump into the new year of where God's taking us. Because we got hit. It was like we said, Happy New Year. And that's kind of, it seems like that's the last time we met. Hallelujah. So let me tell you, church, for that first week dealing with this virus, I felt like I was walking in the valley of the shadow of death. But let me tell you, church, I have a great shepherd. And God's grace carried me through. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. And when I finally came out, amen, I started to worship my God, amen. And if he said it, I believe it, church. My vision needed to be refreshed. And I started running around that hospital room, amen, singing and worshiping God. I felt like David worshiping God in his tarantarans. Woo, hallelujah. Come on, I played on my song. I had a neighbor over there. I said, I don't care. I don't care who walks in. I'm just going to worship my God. Come on, I started singing. He's a man of his word. Hallelujah. I am who you say I am. You are the great I am. I started just worshiping God. I couldn't sing it, amen. I was worshiping in my mind as they sang the song, but I was there just dancing, amen, and, and getting my groove back, getting back on track. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I wanted to worship my God and started getting my vision back. And somebody say amen. You see, when we're going through that season, when you're going through that battle, that storm, or, or when you're going and you feel like you're walking through that valley, am I talking to anybody out there? Amen. You can kind of feel numb. You can kind of just feel that you're just there. That's how I felt. You kind of feel that you're off track. Feel out of place. Don't feel part of. Come on. You kind of feel that, you know what? You're not where you're supposed to be. Come on. Somebody say hello out there. You're just there. There was a man in the book of Mark chapter 10 who was going through a situation. He kind of felt that he was on the sidelines. He, he got off track. In Mark chapter 10, go there to verse 46 and 47. I'm reading out the New Living Translation. Get a little size. I'm gonna drink some water, okay? I just want to calm down a little bit. I don't want to start just coughing all over you. It says this: that when they reached Jericho, and Jesus and disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar by the name of Barnabas was sitting beside the road, and when Barnabas heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, 
Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And the Bible says when Bartimaeus started to shout out, the crowd tried to silence him. In Mark chapter 10, 48, it says, be quiet. Many people yelled at him, but he only shouted louder. Son of David, have mercy on me. I'm not going to shout it out because I'm, a, you know, all right. How many know, church, that people will try to silence you? Even people in the church will try to silence you. The enemy had tried to silence me by taking, a, by trying to take away my voice. He has tried to silence the church of Jesus Christ during this time of last year going into 2021. He tried to silence PCLV. I'm here to let you know that someone out there needs to shout. Come on. But what did Barnabas, Barnabas, I'm sorry. What did Bartimaeus do? He shouted louder, right? Someone out there needs to shout loud. Hallelujah. And, but as he shouted louder, what happened? It got Jesus' attention. I'm telling you, someone out there needs to shout. Jesus stops and he calls Barnabas to come to him. And then the crowd that was telling him, remember, be quiet. All of a sudden became his friends and encouraged him to go, saying, hey, he's calling you. And they brought him to Jesus. Jesus asked him, what, what, what is it that you want me to do for you? Now, now it's pretty obvious, right? Barnabas tells Jesus, I want to see. But in the original language, Barnabas says, I want my vision back. Meaning at one time he was able to see, but lost his vision along the way. Something knocked him off track. And I've seen many people, many people that come to the church settle for sitting on the sidelines. I've seen many Christians settle for being off track, amen, because of difficult situations that have hit their lives, amen, and they have lost their vision, meaning that they had it, but they lost it and got off track. Listen, church, when you are on the sidelines, when you're off track, you become, listen, you become defined by your problem instead of your potential. Come on, listen, you were saved not to be off track. You were saved to be on track, church. Come on, someone type in, get back on track, Jack. Hallelujah. You see, when you're off track, you lose your vision and several things happen. First, you're off track. And when you're off track, church, you are doing nothing but watching life go by. In other words, you'll come to church and you're not really involved. You don't participate in his presence. Because the problem of being off track is that you were created to walk with God, not be off track watching your life go by. Listen, you'll never be satisfied staying off track. You'll end up frustrated. Secondly, you become dependent on the voices that surround you. 
to direct you. And these are voices of the devil, the world, and self. When these voices are leading you, listen, they will confuse you and give you no sense of direction. Within a few minutes, the voices that surrounded Barnabas were telling him to be quiet. He doesn't hear you. He has no time for you. Then the voices behind those voices say, he does hear you. He is calling you. And remember, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. These voices are telling you, come on, now, be quiet, shut up, give up, it's over, quit. Trying to speak louder than the voices that say God can turn it around. Hang in there. He's with you. He can heal you. Come on, sometimes it, this kind of ride it, it could take you through an emotional roller coaster. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Yeah, I love Jesus. Oh, where is he? Come on, we, we can go up and down. Amen. Come on, we need to trust God. Can somebody say amen? And thirdly, like Barnabas, like I said before, you become defined by your problem instead of your potential. He was defined by his problem. They called him blind Barnabas. Let me ask you a question. Are you defined by your problem today, church? Come on, do they call you can't get it together, Joe? Loser Larry? Depressed Susan? Messed up Marvin? Come on, do we have any Debbie Downers out there? Come on, somebody. Don't, don't answer those. Amen. Listen, not only was he defined as a blind, as blind Bartimaeus, but listen, he was taken to a lower position and he became a beggar. All the potential he had, church, was not realized until Jesus came into the picture. Listen, church, we don't realize the potential we have until Jesus comes into our lives. We didn't realize that we're more than conquerors. We didn't realize that there's hope in Christ Jesus. We didn't realize, amen, that there's forgiveness in Christ. We didn't realize that there's joy, love, and the Holy Ghost until Jesus comes into the picture. Luke chapter 4, 18 and 19, New King James says this, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight, listen, to the blind, and to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus comes into the picture and he sets the captive free. Jesus comes into the picture church and sets the oppressed free. Jesus comes into the picture church and restores sight or vision, listen, to the blind. Jesus comes into the picture and gives us vision again. Can somebody type in hallelujah? So I'm so thankful that we serve a risen king. And the good news is that vision, listen church, vision does not have to be permanent. God can restore what discouragement, oppression, depression, and sickness has taken away. The answer is to shout it out. Come on, someone here, someone out there needs to shout out and ask him to restore your life. Amen. Ask him to heal you. Ask him to deliver you. Ask him that, God, I want to see again. 
Come on, somebody. Jesus asked Barnabas, what do you want? And he said, I want my vision back. Church, as I'm wrapping this up, I'm here to let you know that there is strength in his presence. And you'll find healing in his voice. All you need to do is shout it out. Vision Church is refreshed and renewed in the presence of God. Let me tell you, church, as I said before, that week before I, I, I went into the hospital, I just stood in my room. You can ask my wife, and I just stay there. Wouldn't say a word. She'd come in and try to talk to me, which, anything wrong, anything you need. I just, I would just be there with no expression, like kind of just like giving up. Couldn't read the word. I couldn't pray. I couldn't do nothing. I was just, man, my, my, I had this headache and, and I couldn't eat nothing. Everything, I, I just, I nibbled something and I couldn't eat nothing. I didn't eat nothing for a whole week. I lost 15 pounds. I couldn't sleep. It was miserable until I got into the presence of God in that hospital room. I started to renew the presence started to renew my vision. I started to worship my God and started to cultivate the presence of God in my hospital room. As I close today, church, I love how the story ends. <coughs> the story goes on to say that Jesus healed them instantly. I wish I was healed instantly, but that's all right. I had to go through that, amen. I had to go through that valley to learn some things. But Jesus heals him instantly. Barnabas gets up and throws off his beggar clothes. And he gets back on track and starts to follow Jesus. Church, that's where we belong. We belong on track with Christ. Come on, someone out there say, get back on track, Jack. <laughs> we belong with Jesus doing what he's doing, full of life and full of joy. A quote from a movie says this, you can either get busy dying or get busy living. John 10.10 10 says this, that the thief comes only to kill, steal, and destroy but I've come to give you life. Come on, somebody. And that you would have it more abundantly. Listen, it's time. Let's get busy living. And by his grace, church, let me tell you, we'll stay on track. Can somebody say amen out there? Praise the Lord. Let us bow our heads there where you're at. I want to pray. And I just want to pray for those that are out there today. Maybe you tuned in, maybe someone invited you, maybe you started a watch party and some friend came in. And maybe you were once saved and you were backslidden. You got off track. You lost your vision. I'm here to let you know that God loves you. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he sent his son Jesus to die for you. And whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's what God has come to do. But it goes on to say in verse 17 that he didn't come to condemn the world. He didn't come to condemn you, but to save you. 
That's how good and great God is. He loves you. Don't listen to the voices of the enemy. Don't listen to the voices of the devil. Because his only goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. But God's goal is to give you life and life more abundantly. Come and get life. You can get either busy dying or get busy living. Let's get busy living. God will give you a second chance. I'm here to let you know that God gave me a second chance at life. And he wants to do it for you too. So if you're out there backslidden, maybe you know what? Something's tugging at your heart saying, man, I, man, I just feel like I'm dying here. I, I need to live. I need something more. Everything I do and everything is just dead in. Everything is, I just need something different. And I just feel that I need Jesus. If that's you today, and you want to come back home, backslider, I want you to bow your head. And I want you to pray this prayer. And those out there in PCLV, I want you pray along that hopefully someone is listening and someone is giving their life to Jesus. Because I believe by faith that someone is out there. So let's bow our heads. Amen. Let's pray this prayer. Amen. If that's you today, say, Lord, Lord, I come to you as a sinner. And I need a Savior, Lord. I repent of my ways. And Father, I repent of my sins. And I believe with all my heart in you. I believe that you left heaven, left heaven for me, died on the cross, rose again on that third day for me. And I believe that the blood that you shed erases all my wrong. That you're, as the word says, it throws my sins as far as east from the West. But Lord, most important, I believe that on that third day you rose again to give me life. And Lord, I come to you and I repent right now and ask you to come into my life once again and be the Lord and Savior from this day forward. And send your Holy Spirit to help me and guide me in this walk and this journey. And Father, I just want to say thank you for saving me again. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I believe if you said that prayer today and you were honest with God, I, right now he's writing your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Right now there's a celebration going on in heaven, amen, over you that came home. The Bible says that all heaven rejoices when one comes home. And if that was you today, they're throwing a party up in heaven. The angels are going crazy right now because it's godness out of time. Hallelujah once again. Live for God. If you're looking for a church, get into a church. If you want to come to ours, come, amen. Be part of it, but get connected and start to grow. Amen? We love you. If you said that prayer, I just want you to type in really quickly. I said the prayer. I said the prayer. And I'll pray for you personally. PCLV, come on, are you off track right now? It's time to get back on track. It's time for vision to be restored in our lives in 2021. It's not over. Come on, I know it kind of seems like, man, we got into 2021 and where did it go? We haven't done anything. God has been doing some things, amen. We got to trust God, get back on track. Let me tell you, let's, let's just put our faith in and God is going to do something. He says, I'm about to do something new. Do you not see it? Come on, you, you can only see it if you have vision. And God is doing something new in our church. 
Hallelujah. And so let's pray right now for vision to be restored, for PCLP, for us uh, that may be off track to get back on track. And so let me say this quick prayer before we end. Amen. Father, I pray right now. And I lift up PCLV, Lord. I lift up, Father God, those out there during this time of shutdown. They, they've got off track, Father God. They lost a vision, just like I, I have, Father God, for that moment. But, Lord, there's some out there that, that Father, they've just lost it, my Lord. Father, confused or whatever it may be. I pray right now that we, you, would, you would put them right back on track. And let us follow you at full force, Father God. And I pray right now, Lord, restore vision, Father. I pray that we don't get defined by our problem, but Lord, that we get defined by our potential. And the potential is only found in you when you come into our lives. And so I pray, Lord, help us right here to get reestablished, Father, as we come into the church this Wednesday. And Father, for a great weekend that we're having at the, at the Crown Conference for the ladies and the weekend, Father God, comeback celebration for us as a church. I pray, Father God, let us get back on track and let vision be restored, Father God. I pray that someone out there shout, I want my vision back. And Lord, I thank you once again for keeping us intact. I thank you once again for my health and giving me the strength, Lord, to minister the word today, Father. And Lord, I give you all the praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone out there, type in, amen, amen. I love you guys, amen. I, I, I miss all of you guys, but I'll see you Wednesday, amen. We'll see you at the church, amen. Uh, go onto our website. Please look at the, the, the questionnaire, amen. Let's come back, amen, with some consideration. Let's come back with uh, some understanding with each other, respect for one another, amen. And let's go in safe, amen. And so my, 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 my only thing is if you're sick, stay home. If you got a little sniffle, a little moco, Stay home. Amen. If you're around somebody else sick, stay home. Amen. And come in when you're well. We, you know, the next few services is going to be in, in person only. And so, uh, you know what? Just just uh, uh, hang in there. We'll go back to the online. But but we really want to just be considerate to one another. Amen. And and, and those are the real, real questionnaires. Amen. And so help us to do that. You know, we can do that. We can go back safely going back, getting back on track as PCLV here in 2021. Amen. We love you guys. God bless you. Amen. Keep praying for me, but I'll see you Wednesday.